ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. Hey guys, since we're all finished up with season two, um, we thought we would have a couple fun little episodes before we start in on season three. So this week, we are going to um, have a fond romp down artificial intelligence lane. And then next week, we are going to talk about all things 2007, um, the year that Greek aired. Um, So we're going to be talking about just kind of the cultural zeitgeist and then after that we're going to be taking two weeks off but we will be back on may 2nd with season three episode one so do not worry we're just going to take two weeks off take a little break and then we will be back so today we had chat gpt write a couple episodes of greek we each put in our own idea for an episode and this is the first time we're going to share them with each other So my episode is titled A Regency Rendezvous, and I put in, write an episode of the television show Greek where all the characters are stuck in Regency England, and we fade in on the ZBZ sorority sisters and the Omega Chi fraternity brothers who are excited to attend a historical costume party on campus, but as they arrived, they noticed something strange. The campus has been transformed into a Regency-era English village. Casey, dressed in a beautiful blue gown. Blue. And Cappy, dressed as a dashing gentleman. Dashing. Were the first to step out of their carriages and notice the oddity. They quickly realized that they were no longer in their own time. Casey, what in the world is going on? Cappy, I have no idea, but we better figure it out quickly. We don't want to be stuck here forever. <laughs> Wait, is Regency England like Bridgerton? Like Bridgerton. Yeah. No, it's the Regency Hotel. That's where my mind immediately Lan- went. They see Luann and Tom. <laughs> my mind immediately went to the Regency Hotel. Yeah. Don't let it be about Tom. <laughs> it's about Tom. <laughs> as they explored the village, they bumped into Rusty, dressed as a footman, and Dale, dressed as a butler. Rusty... What's happening? Why is everything so different? Dale, I'm not sure, but it seems like we've been transported back in time. We should try to figure out more. (laughs) So true. (laughs) (laughs) Wait for this one. Together, the group wandered through the village, trying to find answers. They soon stumbled upon Ashley, dressed in a beautiful ball gown. Of course, right? Oh my gosh. But what's the level of kitsch? Because, you know... Yeah, she has, like, one of those, like, beehive kind of wigs on, I'm sure. Yes, yes. I'm sure. And Rebecca, dressed as a lady's maid. You know she hated that. Oh my god. She hated that. Yeah. Um, Ashley, oh my goodness. (laughs) What is happening here? Rebecca, I believe we have been transported in time to Regency England. It appears she knows exactly <laughs> to the Regency in England. <laughs> it appears we are all dressed appropriately for the time period. <laughs> oh, well, context clues. Oh. I don't know why they have Ashley Tyre, Rebecca talking like that. 
the group realized that they were all dressed in period costumes, which added to the authenticity of their situation. Uh, it says that. <laughs> it says that. <laughs> this is wild. <laughs> the group decided to split up and gather as much information as possible. As they explored the village, they discovered that they were not alone. Other people have been transported back in time with them, including some of their professors and a few random students. You know, random. You know, Dean Bowman is there. Yeah. Oh my god. And um, Dan Dan Franco, Dave Franco, Dave, Dave Franco, Jeremy. Oh my god, Jeremy. Who's Jeremy? He's something creepy, like a jester or something. Yes. Or like... Um, no, he's the guy driving the carriage. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. The headless horseman. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, he's long spooky. He kind of like looks like he came out of Regency England. Yeah, he kind of does. Like this, Sweeney Todd. <laughs> yeah. Like this whole episode is reminding me of um, The Village. Did you see that movie? Oh my god, and yeah. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. No. Where they're all like, I mean, spoiler alert, but they're all basically dressed in like old-fashioned garb, but mm-hmm. then it turns out at the end that they're actually in present day. Yeah, oh. they're just in, you've never seen, oh, it's really no. good. So it wasn't an indicator of their time period. No. <laughs> well, it was an indicator of their cult. Something a mess. But maybe this is happening at CRU. Well. In your episode. We'll find out. After several hours of exploring and gathering information, the group came back together to share their findings. <laughs> They discovered they were all stuck in Regency England until they figured out how to get back to their own time. Felt like they already Did knew they that, but out? no, that was well. We'll see. But being stuck in the past wasn't all bad. The group decided to embrace the opportunity and enjoy the festivities of the time period. You know, Cappy is like running around a maypole with his with like yeah. a ribbon. <laughs> Oh my god, I really want to see this now, actually. I know. <laughs> they attended a ball and even had their own dance-off. Oh my god, and Max's watch got stuck in somebody. And, and Ashley's beehive wig. <laughs> Max would look so good in Regency attire. He would. He really would. It would fit him. As the night went on, the group began to feel the weight of their situation. They were all homesick and missed their family and friends. They realized... <laughs> That they needed to All come up with a, there. I know. The family's not at CRU. That they needed to come up with a plan <laughs> to get back to their own time. With some help from a local historian, they discovered <laughs> that they could return to their own time by reciting a specific spell at the stroke of midnight. Oh, oh my god, my what's god. that one from Halloween Town <laughs> where the lo- creepy little girl? Gangima. Ew. Gangima. Yeah. This does like this reads like a decom. decom. A really one of the decoms you're like, mm, I don't need to stay up to watch this. Yeah, like unless you were really into history. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that little jingle that was like, let's watch a Disney, a Disney Channel movie. movie, and the, those kids are flying and through the bouncing. air. Don't you remember like hoping like which one it was, being like, yeah, hope, really hope it, and then it would be like. Just my luck. Motocross. Uh. <laughs> it would be motocross or right on track. I don't even know. What I don't that know that. Is that Beverly? Oh. Oh, 
Wait, was it like about it biking? It was Beverly Mitchell. It was Beverly Mitchell. Okay. Brie Larson. Brie Lo- oh my god. I never liked the ones about sports yeah. unless it was um, Double Team. I no, loved but, that one. I we loved that have one. Have we not talked about Double Team on the podcast? I think before? we have because you said it gives you anxiety. Yeah, it gives me anxiety. I listened to the, the two girls were reunited on a podcast. I listened to that too. Yeah. Wait. It like showed up on my TikTok. They're not twins? No. No. You should listen to the It's really funny to hear them talk about it, too, because they're kind of like, wow, double teamed. Now looking back, that's kind of an unfortunate title. It's a horrible title. Yeah, really not good. I loved that one, though. Yeah, it's double teamed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worse. <laughs> it's even worse than just double teamed. So they all gathered together and recited the spell. Suddenly, they found themselves back on their own campus, standing in front of the historical costume party. They looked at each other in disbelief, but relieved that they were finally back in their own time. As they walked away from the party, they couldn't help but feel grateful for the experience. They had learned so much about themselves and each other during their time in Regency England. They knew that they would never forget their Regency rendezvous. Wow. Wow. I wish Officer Huck was there. Oh, yeah. He'd be like, what are you guys standing around for? Yeah. I can, the funny thing is, though, is that, like, I could see them kind of doing that episode, because when you think about how wild, like, the one with the Ouija board one, like, oh, the... yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, Greek never gets weirdly, like, mystical. Like, I feel like a lot of Disney Channel shows around this time did, like, a body swap episode. Yeah. Or, like, a... Like, a supernatural. Yeah. Nothing looks like, like a body swap. I was like, is that a real thing? Like, I remember being like, does that maybe happen? Because could it was in every episode of every show. I there could was, see it happening. Yeah, there was, I feel like a time travel episode was also in a lot of Disney shows. Yeah, and then they would like wake up and it would be a dream or something. But yeah. then there would be like one thing. Like, yeah. They would be like, wait a minute. Yeah, your episode <laughs> a bottle was of Pepsi like. still yeah. there. It was like the college version of Magic Treehouse. Do you remember those books? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Travel to a different. Yeah, I loved Like those. era, every book. I was I like, big on, like, um, escapism. Even now. Same. Loved a fairy tale. Loved something where it was like, let's go and be in a different world. I could go outside and play outside on my own for hours. Like, literally, I'd just make things up. Yeah, I did that, too. Like, hours and hours. <laughs> yeah. My favorite line is, Rebecca, I believe we have been transported back in time to Regency England. It appears we are all dressed appropriately for the time period. I mean, it's factual. <laughs> that Rebecca says that line? Yes. I'm just imagining her saying that. I know somebody who almost died once. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca has an AI. <laughs> she kind of has AI vibes. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I Ever, think. I always, I know, like, people have made this joke before, but it's like, you... AI is not coming for your job. I Well, <laughs> in, like, journalism, people are, like, freaking out about chat GPT and it's like alright not yet <laughs> when you look at something like this you're like okay it can truly not I think math everything. wise like you know but yeah you can't it's hard to mimic how people really talk and feel mm-hmm. and travel to Regency England. and like have like nuanced insights yeah yeah pretty funny though I like how it did wrap it in a little bow at the end they will never forget their time their Regency Rendezvous. That's a cute... That was the name of the episode, too? Yeah. That's cute. This one, um, warning, I haven't read... I have not read it. Um, 
The title is Pledges, Purity, and Prejudice. Do you want to tell us what you put in? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe tell us after you've read the the episode. Okay, I guess I'll tell you guys. Um, Okay, so I said, write an episode of the ABC family show Greek where Casey and Ashley catch pledges with alcohol in the ZBZ house. Kathy thinks he's going to a study group with Dale, but it's actually a purity pledge meeting, and Rusty is helping Beaver write an essay on Pride and Prejudice, even though Beaver didn't read it. Um, So that's why it's Pledges, Purity, and Prejudice, but they made that title up, so... Way to go, artificial intelligence. Yeah, slay on the alliteration. And it kind of feels like um, Pride and Prejudice, just with one extra word. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Jane Austen and who? Pride. I'm sure she was originally thinking Pride, Purity, and Prejudice. That was the alternative title. I actually watched that movie yesterday. It's the perfect rainy day movie. Oh, it's so good. What's that line? It's like waiting for you. <laughs> waiting, waiting for you. No, 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 drought, no, no. Waiting for you is like waiting for rain Wait. in this drought. It's useless similar. and disappointing. It's like a similar vibe. Um. Okay, never mind. I don't know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of either. Doesn't he say something... His name is Mr. Darcy, right? Yeah. Doesn't he say something? There's quotable? one line that's like, I'm 27, I'm, I have no yeah. prospects. <laughs> no, I have no I'm money, and no prospects. I'm a burden to my that family. That's too hard. Tw- yeah. It's 27, not even 29. <laughs> I know. Um, okay, anyway. <laughs> What's that line? <laughs> uh, all right, fade in. The scene opens with Casey and Ashley doing a routine check of the ZBZ house. They walk into the living room to find a group of pledges with alcohol bottles scattered around. Casey, what's going on here? Pledge. <laughs> Unnamed pledge. <laughs> I bet it was um, it was either that one that was in 90210 or the other one that went and defected to Icky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I um, originally did it... Um, it named them Lisa and Jenny. <laughs> Which I That's good. Too. Yeah. 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 Um, pledge, so probably Lisa. We were just having a little party, nothing serious. Ashley, don't you know the rules? No alcohol in the house. You can get us in a lot of trouble. Casey, we'll have to report this to the national office. You're lucky we don't kick you out right now. Um, and the first time I did it, Casey said we won't have to tell Panhellenic. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. They learned more information. Shift their AI. Mm-hmm. Well played. The cops got to them. Officer Huck got <laughs> to them. Um, the pledges look ashamed and start cleaning up the mess. Casey and Ashley shake their heads and walk out of the room. Shaking my head. SMH. Cut to Cappy walking into what he thinks is a study group with Dale. He sees a group of people holding hands and singing. Cappy, what is this? Dale, it's a purity pledge meeting. I thought you might want to join. Cappy, are you serious? Dale, it's important to stay true to your values, Cappy. That is a Dale line. Yeah, I know it is. But also, what what are are Cappy's values? Yeah. I mean, I could kind of, I can definitely see an episode where Dale thinks he's like helping Cappy by bringing him to one of these meetings. Also, this sounds like a cult. I mean, I guess the Purity Pledge group did teeter on cult territory, but... It has cult vibes, yeah. yeah. Um, Cappy looks uncomfortable and tries to sneak out, but Dale grabs his arm. Dale, come on, you don't want to be a sinner, do you? <laughs> this is, they got Dale, like, unlocked. Yeah. Cappy, I think I'll pass on this one. 
He quickly makes his exit, looking relieved. Cut to Rusty sitting at a table with Beaver, who is looking stressed out. Beaver, I have to write an essay on Pride and Prejudice, but I didn't read it. Okay, chat GPT. <laughs> Just taking my, taking my words. Beaver, oh wait, Rusty. What? How are you going to write an essay on a book you haven't read? Of course Rusty would never know about um, spark notes. Um, Beaver, I was hoping you could help me out. Rusty, I don't know if that's a good idea. It's not fair to the other students who actually read the book. That's, that's a Rusty line. Rusty would say that. That is Rusty. Beaver looks at Rusty with pleading eyes. I can't, but I Beaver's can see puppy it. eyes. I can see him doing that. Beaver, please, Rusty, I'll owe you one. Rusty sighs and reluctantly agrees. Rusty, okay, I'll help you out, but you owe me big time. Beaver grins and pulls out a notepad. <laughs> they write it on, they're manually writing it. In cursive. Oh my god, with a number two pencil. Cut to Casey and Ashley sitting on the couch going through some paperwork. Casey, I can't believe those pledges. We can't let this happen again. Ashley, I know. It's like they have no respect for the house or our rules. Just then, Beaver walks in with Rusty trailing behind. Beaver, hey guys, what's up? Casey, nothing much. What's going on with you? I, I think Casey would definitely have more to say if Beaver walked into the ZBZ house. Seriously. Um, Beaver, I have to write an essay on Pride and Prejudice, and Rusty's helping me out. Ashley looks at Rusty, surprised. Ashley... You're helping him write an essay on a book he didn't read? That's not cool, Rusty. <laughs> they Ashley and Casey are really narcs in this episode. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> they're they're narcs on every one. Yeah. Rusty, I know, but he begged me to help him out. <laughs> That's also a Rusty line. Casey, well, I hope you're not planning on cheating, Beaver. We don't tolerate that kind of behavior at ZBZ. <laughs> Wait. Okay, Judge thinks that Beaver and Rusty are part of ZBZ. <laughs> Beaver, no, no, of course not. I just need some guidance. <laughs> He's moving into the ZBZ house. Oh He's my roommates God. with Rebecca. Um, so funny. Casey and Ashley exchange a look and shake their heads again. They're shaking their heads a lot. The scene ends with them going back to their paperwork while Rusty and Beaver sit down to work on the essay. Fade out. <laughs> really good. What is the paperwork they're doing? <laughs> they're, they're reporting yeah, them. They're reporting oh the pledges. <laughs> they're really, like, annoying. <laughs> yeah, episode. they're very, like, Tegan, Lizzie yeah. vibes. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I have to write an essay on Pride and Prejudice, and Rusty is helping me out. <laughs> but I did not read it. <laughs> I realize, like, as we're doing this, that this is sort of, like, AI fan fiction. Oh, my it God. Is. Yeah, we should have made them write a sex scene. <gasps> <gasps> oh, my God, the Evan Cappy w- sex scene? I don't know if it will. There are, like, weird guidelines about what it won't do. I'm sure So it might not make boundaries. explicit content. Yeah. Darn. <laughs> Aaron's visibly upset right now, you guys. <laughs> she was gonna go home and <laughs> tinker around with that chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Thomas, what's All right. your title? So mine is in a slightly different format. It's more of like just the description like of the oh, episode. Interesting. Okay. But um, it's called Keys of Love. Oh, oh wow! I like that title. Yeah. So. Basically, what I gave the AI was, like, I wanted it to be about Casey 
taking piano lessons to kind of, I kind of like picked up where we left off. I was like, she's really overwhelmed from the Max Cappy drama. Yeah. So mm. she decides to take piano lessons, but ends up falling for her piano tutor, who's like a grad student. Whoa. Oh, wow. Who is played she by like grad a grad student. Yeah, exactly. Who's played by a celebrity guest star. So they gave me a celebrity guest star. Oh my gosh, that's fun. And Ooh. then I also did like a subplot where Franny, because she finished her classes, but it's still in Ohio, she runs for Miss Ohio. Oh. And Fran or Rebecca decides to run against her. And Franny wow. sabotages her. Mm. And then I also did another subplot where Cappy and Dale go camping but get oh, lost. And Rusty and Jordan come to save them. We were yeah. both jonesing for the Cappy Dale content. Mm. I know, because I was feeling like that would make sense after the season finale from season yeah. two. They've been growing closer. Yeah. All right, hit us with it. Okay, so the episode begins with Casey feeling overwhelmed by the drama between Cappy <laughs> and Max. She decides to take up piano lessons as a way to distract herself from the ongoing love triangle. Her piano tutor, her piano tutor turns out to be none other than the famous 2007 celebrity guest star John Legend. <laughs> Casey is oh nervous around God. him at first, but quickly finds herself drawn to his charming personality and musical of talent. Of course. Who wouldn't be? Can you see that? Like she stumbles in on him like playing and singing. In 2007, I honestly could have. Yeah, Yeah. because he is, I guess, he's like in his early 40s now. So he would have been, what, like 30? Yeah. And he looks young. Yeah, he does. So meanwhile, Franny has finished her classes and decides to run for Miss Ohio. However, Rebecca decides to run against her, much to Franny's annoyance. <laughs> Franny is determined to win and will stop at nothing to ensure that she comes out on top. She even decides to sabotage Rebecca's talent portion of the competition, which is tap dancing. Whoa. I could see Rebecca foraying into tap. Yeah, I could see her being good at that. I I also just, like, remember when Franny was... Miss Turnip or something. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's and where my mind lied. went. Like, she had said that she was something else, but she was really Miss Turnip. Yeah. I really do see her going into something kind of random, like, pageants, mm-hmm. though, post-grad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What's the woman in uh, Miss Congeniality who, like, runs the pageant? You know, oh, she could do that. Seen it. Isn't it played... She played by Candace Bergen. Yeah. Yeah, she's totally... That of that the, is, and then she does try to kill people and blow up the the. Yeah, she's like a serial so. killer. <laughs> All right. Oh, I forgot about this subplot that I also gave it. Ashley and Fisher's relationship is tested when his ex girlfriend transfers to CRU. <gasps> Ashley tries to be understanding, but she can't help but feel threatened by Fisher's past with his ex. She begins to worry that she may lose him to his old flame. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I'm mean, worried. Can't yeah, you kind too. of see that happening too? Because mm-hmm. yeah. their relationship is still pretty new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, everybody's haunted by the past. And we still don't know anything about Fisher's past, really. All right, so Cappy and Dale decide to go on a <laughs> camping trip together, hoping to bond and leave the drama of CRU behind. However, things take a turn for the worse when they get they lose their map along the way. <laughs> they find themselves lost in the wood and with no idea how to get back. Yeah, and no idea how to get back. That's the end of sentence. Rusty and Jordan eventually come to their rescue, but not before chaos ensues. Oh, chaos. Chaos Chaos is ensuing. As the Miss Ohio pageant approaches, tension between Franny and Rebecca continues to rise. On the day of the competition, Franny goes through with her plan to sabotage Rebecca's (laughs) talent portion. 
However, Rebecca she, manages to she improvise. She put banana peels on the bottom of her tap shoes. <laughs> yeah. What? One of the one of the responses was that Franny unscrews her tap. tap shoes, which makes Rebecca break her ankle. Oh my god! Double teamed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go back there. Sure. I can't go back. It's to also that giving Ice place. Princess when they buy yeah, Casey the new skates. The new skates. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, however, Rebecca managed to improvise and still puts on an impressive performance, as she would. She would be fine. Mm -hmm. In the end, Franny wins the title of Miss Ohio, but Rebecca feels leaves feeling proud of herself for not letting Franny sabotage Franny sabotage get the best of her. Yeah, I would be proud too. That also seems believable. It's like yeah, that she would win. Yeah, she would still win, but like it would Rebecca would leave being the better person. Mm Finally, she's the superior villain. She is. And finally, Casey finds herself falling for John Legend during their piano lesson. Keys of love. She tries to resist her feelings, but eventually gives in. Keys of love. And they share a romantic moment together. However, what kind of romantic moment? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) However, she knows that pursuing a relationship with her piano tutor would be complicated. And because he's John Legend. (laughs) (laughs) And she decides to keep their interactions strictly professional. Why? So, in this, he's also playing John Legend. He's playing himself. So, I think it could go either way. In one, one, he was playing William. Like, they gave him a name. Oh, William. And then in some, I think. Chat GBT thought I was saying like a celebrity guest would be playing her yeah, tutor, like that's would what be I her thought. tutor. Yeah, but I could also see a world where like an up and coming. Yeah, like the Jesse Williams, like Jesse Williams was on it, like yeah. as the hotness monster. Yeah, or maybe it's that like John Legend is just like a guest teacher. Right. Yeah, it could go either way. I mean, maybe CRU yeah. has an amazing music program. Yeah. Also, it's like. I felt kind of bad giving Casey another, like, love line plot, but I just couldn't help it. So how does it end? The episode ends with Casey realizing that even though she tried to distract herself with piano lessons, (laughs) she can't escape the drama of CRU forever. I hate when that happens. She knows that she must face her feelings for Cappy and Max head on, no matter how difficult it may be. You know, the ending of all these episodes is pretty Greek-esque. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like this left me. I I knew I didn't want their her and John Legend to have like a long term mm. relationship. It was purely a guest star situation. Right, right. He mm-hmm. taught her something about herself. Yeah, so she can't leave the drama behind just for music. Mm mm mm. But it's like when Gwyneth Paltrow played the Spanish teacher in Glee. Oh my gosh. I know, because wasn't she trying to, essentially escape her problems by like becoming a teacher? Probably. No, I don't think that she was Gwyneth Paltrow in the show. Oh, yeah, she was someone else. Yeah, but she was... She was Holly Holiday, that was her name. Yeah. Well, we lost half a day of skiing. <laughs> I'm... Look, cancel me. <laughs> I like Gwyneth. <laughs> That's Erin. <laughs> yeah. I, I like her. her, too. I don't mind her. Well, we lost half a day of skiing. When she, I'm just telling you what happened. That's all I can do. <laughs> She's oh laughing. <laughs> no, I wish I had written an episode with Gwyneth Paltrow oh guest God, starring. Me too. Wow. Reading everyone to filth. And then when the, they were like, oh, it was $8,960 or whatever. And she goes, yeah, that's how much they charge. <laughs> and then when they were like, and then you said to him, he ran in, you ran into my fucking back. 
I apologize for using inappropriate language. That was her response. <laughs> There's also this one that I saw that was like when the lawyer cross-examining her like says she's not that small. Yeah, she's like, you're small but mighty. And then she's like, well, you're actually not that small. It's like, whoa. Yeah. That's weird. But Gwyneth's reaction is really funny. The way she kind of just like cocks her head. It is a weird thing to say. You're mm-hmm. actually not that small. Yeah, But weird. she had just asked her how tall she was. Just under 5'10", she said. She's tall. Yeah, that is tall. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Our fake romp down memory lane. Oh my god, a fake romp. Our digital romp. Our digital romp. Our little chat GBT AI episode. Um, yeah, yeah, so if you're a screenwriter, you're safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us uh, which one you liked best. Tell, tell us if you come up with your own. And we'll go to the network. Yeah, we'll take it <laughs> we'll take for it the to reboot. It. We'll take it to Sean. Yeah. Sean will be happy to hear. We'll take it to Sean himself. I'm sure I'm sure he'll like these. We sent him an email. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, great idea. Block, blocks us. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay. <laughs> we got a restraining order. I think he'd like Keys of Love. I love that it's called Keys of Love. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, thanks for joining us on this fun romp down memory lane. See you next week. Bye. Bye.